Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It's a pleasure to be with you today. My name is Terence M. Stanton, joining you on the morning of the Feast of the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is Friday, March 25th, 2022. Let us begin with the Fatima Center's Novena Prayer for the Proper Consecration of Russia, being said between March 17th and March 25th, 2022. Oremos. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Praises to Our Lady. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Eternal Father. Hail Mary, admirable mother of the Son. Hail Mary, faithful spouse of the Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, my dear mother, my loving mistress, my powerful sovereign. Hail my joy, my glory, my heart, and my soul. Prayer of personal consecration. Immaculate heart of Mary, full of love for God and of compassion for sinners, I consecrate myself entirely to thee. I entrust to thee the salvation of souls. May my heart be ever united with thine, so that I may hate sin, love God and my neighbor, and reach eternal life together with those whom I love. Prayer Request, Novena Intention Mediatrix of all graces and Mother of Mercy, remember the infinite treasure which thy divine Son has merited by his sufferings and which he has confided to thee for us. Thy children, filled with confidence in thy maternal heart, which we venerate and love, we come to thee with our pressing needs. Through the merits of thy most sorrowful and immaculate heart, and for the honor of the sacred heart of Jesus and the salvation of many souls, Inspire the Pope in union with all the Catholic bishops of the world to consecrate Russia to thine immaculate heart, as thou didst request at Fatima. Pater noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam. Fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. The Fatima Center urges everyone to unite in prayer and penance for a nine-day novena to include the rosary and this novena prayer for the intention of a proper consecration of Russia according to the precise instructions laid out by Our Lady of Fatima. Speaking of the Fatima Center, let us now turn to their website located at Fatima.org. They begin with Happy Feast of the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. On this great feast of the Incarnation, nine months prior to Christmas Day, we commemorate that blessed day on which, at the message of an angel, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uniting within himself in the womb of the Blessed Virgin, our human nature with his divine nature. On this sacred day, the Church equally proclaims the humility of God, the Son, and the greatness and glory of Mary, the Mother of God, our co-redemptrix, in whose virginal womb the Son of God became the Son of Man. May her prayers preserve us. Also today, 
Following the conclusion of the consecration ceremony by Pope Francis in Rome, join the Fatima Center's live stream special report on your favorite Fatima Center platform at 2 p.m. Excuse me, Eastern Standard Time, featuring Christopher Ferrara and Dr. Brian McCall. They will provide analysis and commentary on the consecration. Questions from viewers will also be taken. It is not too late to keep praying that the consecration will be done, as Our Lady requested by the Pope, in union with all the bishops of the Catholic Church. Thus, the Fatima Center staff will continue with its novena prayer, which we began after the Pope's announcement about today's consecration, right up until the time the consecration begins. If you are able, offer up penances and sacrifices. None of it will go to waste. And this is a brief meditation about the Annunciation by Father L.C. Filion. The angel entered, says the Greek text, and at once saluted Mary with deep respect, using the ancient Oriental formula, peace to thee, which is still the practice among Jews and Arabs. Then, in a few words of singular force, he indicated to what a degree the august virgin was already favored by God. Thou art full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. But heaven had in reserve for her a privilege that explains and marvelously surpassed all the favors of the past. The angel's words of praise greatly troubled Mary. The humble maiden was perplexed and wondered what might be the aim and purport of such a salutation. The heavenly messenger made haste to reassure her, describing in solemn language, befitting the subject, the sublime part she was called upon to take in the work of redemption, calling her by name, with mingled familiarity and kindness, kindliness, he said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of David his father, and he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever. For any Jew familiar as Mary was with the Old Testament oracles, these words were as clear as day for they contained a popular description of the Messiah, a resume of the most famous messianic prophecies. The child that the angel promised to Mary was to possess all the titles and to fulfill all the ministries attributed by God and public opinion to the impatiently awaited liberator. This portrait bore too, striking a likeness not to be at once recognized, and the Blessed Virgin could not have understood better had Gabriel confined himself to saying, God destines you to become the mother of Christ. To become the mother of the Messiah, any other Jewish maiden would certainly have accepted this distinguished honor without the slightest hesitation, with inexpressible joy. Mary's heart must have thrilled with joy when she comprehended the divine proposal. And yet this most prudent virgin, instead of giving her consent at once, thought it behooved her to ask the angel for an explanation. How shall this be done? Then to justify her question, she adds, Because I know not man. In fact, while the angel's language was very clear in its ensemble, and had alluded in its first words to Isaiah's prophecy of the virgin mother, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, it had not explained the wonderful manner of the privilege offered to Mary. She was not certain that the birth of the child would be absolutely supernatural, but she had a very legitimate and grave reason for questioning the heavenly messenger on this point, and that reason is contained in the words, I know not man. 
inasmuch as, in the very first lines of the account, Mary is presented to us as the betrothed wife of Joseph, these words can, in all reason, have only one sense. They conclusively suppose that, under the inspiration of heaven and in agreement with St. Joseph, Mary had consecrated her virginity to God by an irrevocable vow. Otherwise, her question would be meaningless. Why should she ask with astonishment how she was to become a mother if she married, like others, to have children? Since the time of the fathers, such has always been the Catholic interpretation of these words that contain the touching avowal of an ideally pure soul. The angel Gabriel hastens to furnish the enlightenment that Mary requested. After the manner of the Hebrews in solemn circumstances, he does so in rhythmic, cadence language of great power and delicate beauty. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee, and therefore also the Holy which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. These words clearly signify that this child will be born in a manner altogether supernatural. The Holy Ghost himself will perform this prodigy, in which the flesh will have no part. It is therefore, not from any corrupt or vitiated source, but from an absolutely pure source, that will come the germ of life which will enable Mary to become a mother while preserving her virginity. The angel could not have indicated to Mary in more exact and discreet terms the mode of her maternity, which absolutely excluded all human cooperation. Since it is under such conditions that Mary is to become a mother, without any infringement upon her vow, she can accept heaven's proposal unhesitatingly. Not having doubted the angel's words for a single moment, she did not ask for any sign or guarantee of his mission, but he spontaneously offers an undeniable proof of his truthfulness. It consists of a circumstantial announcement of another marvelous birth, although of a very different order, which would precede that of the Messiah. Behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also hath conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her that is called barren, because no word shall be impossible with God. The Lord is almighty. The angel could not close his message more effectively than by this incontestable principle, with which, as with their supreme cause, he connects the two miraculous births. Gabriel's mission is ended. He is now silent and waits for Mary's reply in an attitude of profound respect. The proposal which God deigned to make to the Virgin of Nazareth by his messenger was not, on his part, a command that had to be accepted absolutely. Even for a role so lofty, the Most High would not compel the will of his creature. This is why the angel waits. What a solemn moment! The world from its creation had never known the like, as St. Augustine declares with eloquent piety, O blessed Mary, the entire world enslaved by Satan awaits your consent. Virgin, delay not. Make haste to answer the messenger from heaven. Reassured, Mary gives her consent in words which are as simple as they are sublime. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to thy word. This is the language of faith, of obedience ready for any sacrifice, of unconditional compliance. Is it not the essential function of a slave to do his master's bidding in all things? It is likely that Mary foresaw the grievous suffering in which her consent would entail her, especially from the suspicions that would encompass her, foremost on the part of her husband, without her being able to defend herself against them. Yet her acceptance was unconditional. She left everything to providence by uttering her generous fiat.
and the angel departed from her. With this quiet remark closes the account of a delightful scene of capital importance for the salvation of mankind, and it cannot be doubted that the adorable mystery of the Incarnation was accomplished as soon as Gabriel departed. So ends the article from the Fatima Center. Today is potentially one of the most historic and important days in the history of the Church and the world. If this consecration takes place with those essential elements, the Pope in union with the bishops of the world, consecrating Russia specifically, being mentioned by name, to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. If that formula is followed, and I know there are other words involved and there's been a great deal of debate about consecrating humanity and so forth, but if we have a valid consecration, and this is accepted by heaven, and this is pleasing to the Blessed Mother, then this will undoubtedly usher in the reign of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we will have the conversion of Russia and a period of peace. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's tremendously important what's going to take place this afternoon. Let us all pray that the Pope and all the bishops of the world join in and this consecration is done to the liking of Our Lady of Fatima, and it makes her very happy. Let us conclude by offering up prayers to honor her and to honor St. Joseph as well. <clears throat> the salutation to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, daughter of God the Father. Hail Mary, mother of God the Son. Hail Mary, spouse of the Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, temple of the most blessed Trinity. Hail Mary, Immaculate Lily of the resplendent and ever-peaceful Trinity. Hail Mary, Celestial Rose of the ineffable love of God. Hail Mary, Virgin Pure and Humble, of whom the King of Heaven willed to be born and with thy milk to be nourished. Hail Mary, Virgin of Virgins. Hail Mary, Queen of Martyrs, whose soul was pierced with a sword of sorrow. Hail Mary, Lady Most Blessed, unto whom all power in heaven and earth is given. Hail Mary, Queen of my heart, my mother, my life, my sweetness, and my hope. Hail Mary, Mother most amiable. Hail Mary, Mother most admirable. Hail Mary, Mother of divine love. Hail Mary, Immaculate conceived without sin. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Excuse me. Hail Mary, blessed art thou amongst women. Hail Mary, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Blessed be thy spouse, St. Joseph. Blessed be thy father, St. Joachim. Blessed be thy mother, St. Anne. Blessed be thy guardian, St. John. Blessed be thy angel, St. Gabriel. Glory be to God the Father who chose thee. Glory be to God the Son who loved thee. Glory be to God the Holy Ghost who espoused thee. Blessed be forever all those who bless and who love thee. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and bless us, now and at death, in the name of Jesus, thy divine Son. Amen. Prayer to St. Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail Joseph the just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. 
Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis, sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pro nobis, in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Please share this podcast with everyone you know and share Our Lady of Fatima's message with everyone you know. To love Jesus with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our strength, to pray the rosary every single day, to offer up sacrifices in reparation to her Immaculate Heart. That's such a key to remember, is making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And hopefully, when I next speak with you, we will be living in a new and beautiful, wonderful Marian age. How that will happen, how that will work out, we will leave that up to God. But honoring the Blessed Mother today, consecrating Russia to her Immaculate Heart, the Pope with all the bishops, would certainly be a step in the right direction and might be one of the most momentous events that has ever taken place. Goodbye, and God love you.